Hello there. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Oh yeah, what's up everybody? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. I'm Justin, I'm one of the hosts of the show here. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, we loved it so much we're doing two episodes on it. (laughs) Celebration. Back to back. (laughs) <laughs> this is Kyle, and did did Justin just quote like two thousands female hip hop just now? <laughs> I never would have guessed that from him. Um, yeah, we uh, so we had we were le- we we got Maggie back. Maggie was on uh when we recorded Don't back. on the last time. Yeah, she's uh she's back. She's she's um not as as heavily bogged down i think with the things so that was great having her on and with uh josh and i so we figured we'd get the rundown scoop from uh from um Kyle here on the celebration Superman clark kent thing going on where we've <laughs> not been in the podcast at the same time mm. can you prove we're not the same person i think it's kind of easy to prove we're not but. <laughs> <laughs> yes i actually did um, see you both in the same room for the first time ever so that's true <laughs> There has been we a, got a great picture with the, uh, I don't know what that was, like a balloon. It was a balloon arch for sure. Architecture. Arch, yeah. Uh, accent. It was nice. It, it was, was very, nice. it was, it was uh, very, had the blue and what, blue, white, and silver balloons. We took advantage like of a lot of photo ops at the Star Wars celebration. Yeah. Fountains sure. and banners and rancors and balloon arches and cosplayers and. I'd say that was one of the uh, the coolest things was that Mandalorian exhibit with um Man, all the pieces so that they brought in and the giant rancor head that they basically used during uh, Book of Boba Fett. So that whole thing was awesome. But, I'm glad we all got an opportunity to go to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was. Um, I, I don't know that they're gonna. I I did see somebody post that the um that one of the uh, Inquisitor outfits was on display at another con somewhere so they are moving i think the obi-wan and Qu- outfits around a little bit Maybe like stuff for display for but the kenobi um premiere red carpet thing you know mm-hmm. there was like those five or six or whatever costumes yep so i think they're moving it around it's on display for people to take in um but that mando exhibit was i think very very exclusive the i don't experience. think they're going to be repeating that again yeah well yeah, i mean it's being experience. right down the road from um the studio definitely made that mm-hmm. logistically much easier yep yep for sure so uh we covered a lot of the news and notes uh, on the previous uh episode so i don't know that there's a lot to cover there uh other than um we're going to be diving into brotherhood here pretty soon um, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that one. Um, I'm excited to get into that book. Um, I know Josh said he's about halfway through. I think Maggie's already gotten through it. So Kyle and I are pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, Kyle and I are about to enter a pod race to try to get there yeah. to get to the right, finish I'm a, I'm line a good pretty reader. quick. But um, but yeah, so we got that coming up. We're gonna cover that. We've got obviously a lot of higher public stuff. We've got comics uh, reviews that we can do coming up here. So the agenda is going to be jam packed. We've got Kenobi. I'm chomping at the bit for a high republic novel. I'll tell you that. Oh, we yeah. have to wait too long. 
Um, and we've got Kenobi uh, that we've got to go back over. So we've got three episodes of that, plus another one on the way this week. And uh, that, we've got some catching up to do there. That third one was so. pretty intense, too, guys. It was like camping. Gosh darn intense. Star Wars celebration, man. Threw our schedules all off. Ruined everything. It's terrible. It was terrible. We had such you. grand plans to record at <laughs> Celebration too, but we just we just rocked it yeah. so hard that we were tired by the end of the day. You know, we were living life. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change that. No, no, not at all. Um, and like I said before, Josh, uh, we we did get a couple interviews uh, from some people when we were in line, so we're gonna make sure we get those out uh, to everybody so that we can um, give credit where credit is due and thank those people for coming on and doing some interviews with us. So, mm-hmm. so Kyle, let's, um, let's dive into this a little bit. My question to Maggie and, and Josh, uh, on the previous episode was what, what was your maybe top celebration moment or moments? Um, it could be a panel. It could have been an interaction with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the opening panel is hard to top, but, uh, on, in addition to that, or, or maybe separate from that, what were maybe some of your, um, your, your, best celebration moments yeah so the that lucasfilm panel like that it's not even worth like counting that it it was so that was like a (laughs) it was epic transcendental experience you know like it was a whole other like it was almost a shame that that was the first thing we did there because nothing else the rest of the weekend could possibly even come close it was like so special so that was that yeah um i think you guys probably already mentioned the breakfast with ashley and matt uh i think that was really fun we got to hang out we were sitting with uh a nice midwestern family and we're all nice midwesterners ourselves um ourselves. <coughs> i thought you were gonna say we're a nice mid- midwestern family <laughs> we're a nice midwestern family here um <laughs> at the outer rim beacon um and of Wisconsin. course i um like really like ashley a lot and i and i really like clone wars and matt was there Uh, i mean he's no ashley but very cool too and we got some really awesome stuff um so that's up there for me before you go to your next one kyle i just want to take a quick second because kyle um got us a a gift for celebration which was um yeah it was a a a it was a a basically like a lanyard for your phone it's called a clutch Um, strap a clutch strap yes and and i want to make sure we give credit where credit is due um to the maker of that so kyle i'm going to let you kind of talk about it a little bit and and the person that owns the company and where they where they can be found yeah that's my friend christy frank she um graduated from uga and this started as like um like a project uh when she was graduating from business school um, she had to develop and market and design, a, you know, and source a product. Mm-hmm. And this is what she came up with. And she goes to music festivals. And so that was like the original idea. Um, so you can wear your phone around your neck and it comes in like all these different styles. So she calls it functional fashion. So no matter whether you're wearing like your skimpy rave outfit or whatever reason where you need to have your phone at hand, but don't want to carry a bunch of bags, it's right there around your neck. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I asked her if she would custom make some for us for celebration, and um, we I actually found this um, dog leash on her universe. That's the um, Rebels Ahsoka uh, pattern. It's her like her costume and her 
uh, face and, and Leku markings. Um, and she turned those into clutch straps for us that we used as our lanyards. And uh, I thought they were really cool. And they turned out yeah. really, really nice. And I also gave one to Ashley. And those are the um, the three of us. And the one I gave her, those are the only four that exist in the whole world, which is also pretty cool. Um, but it's awesome. a clutch strap. You can search it on Amazon. They're available on Amazon now in like the classic brown leather and black leather. Or check out um, clutchcreations.com online. She has a whole store with all kinds of stuff. Check it out. Very cool. I thought those came in pretty handy. Uh, yes. They were clutch, if you will. Boom. Um, <laughs> well done. Although, um, I got, I had, took a minute to get used to not having my phone in my pocket. Like yeah, there's, yeah. You got to know where to reach. Day one, I was like, ah, 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 and then I was like, oh, it's around my neck. Like, yeah. I, I agree, because I'm used to like pretty much every time I stand up for the last 15 years or whatever like kind of pat the pocket to make sure your phone's there and and uh it was not there so that definitely like made my heart stop a couple times but uh when you want to grab a quick pick of something cool happening or whatever um it was really convenient it was quick yeah it was great and i got a lot of compliments on mine so yeah yeah we did uh we did get some cool pictures there as well i think we got it uh didn't we have it around an Ewok at one point? Yeah, an Ewok um, and R2, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we um, we, we had out. fun with the clutch straps. So go but check don't them ask out for the Ahsoka there. one because you can't get it. It's one of a kind. Or four of a kind, I <laughs> it's guess. It's a limit yeah. exclusive. Oh, you mean exclusive. an exclusive that's actually exclusive? It was a celebration. <laughs> it, it was actually the most exclusive item at the whole convention. The that's, hardest one to get. That's accurate. It was <laughs> a room. It was an NBC Suites room <laughs> six eighteen exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And so. one person got someone to get the pictures up for them while they were in yep. a panel, and that was She's Ashley. Lucky she knew somebody. Mm-hmm. How yep, did so how did how did a, giving that to her go? I did. I obviously I tried to film it, and then Matt and the um, handler kind of thwarted me. Yeah, it that was a really I will say that they were great. They were like very gracious with their time and they were um I think being very candid. Uh Ashley like said some very personal stuff in response to a question even. Um and they gave every single person there their time as promised uh with the selfie. So when she came by our table, I just said, "Hey, um I've got a gift for you. All the information's in there. Uh, like I gave her the really quick spiel of what it is that I just gave you guys even faster than that. And, um, inside of it, there was my friend Christie's business card and ours too, whatever, no big deal. Um, and <laughs> whatever the whole thing. And as you guys saw, it was like really professionally packaged and it came in a nice little box and everything. Um, and she thanked me and was really sweet about it and handed it off to her person. And then they went on their way. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I did not give her, get a chance to like have a thorough discussion with her about it or anything, but she took it and she was nice about it. And hopefully she gets a chance to like try it out. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. They were uh, super handy. Um, awesome to have during the con. So it was great. What, um, what, uh, other, what other moments did you, uh, find to be like a highlight through the course of the weekend? Um, I did a lot of autograph signings. I mean, not by a lot of people's standards, I'm sure, but for me, the most I've gotten in a weekend. 
and um, that was fun. Uh, I saw I got one from Anthony Daniels, who is uh, an extremely famous Star Wars person. You know, uh, maybe you like don't say yeah, maybe <laughs> the most famous. Like he's the only original trilogy autograph I've ever gotten. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and I will say the. I don't know, like a more politically correct way to say it, but like some of the the two like cheaper autographs that I bought, the two least expensive ones that were the after hours event, those were actually like two of the nicest experiences because they gave me a lot more time and I got to have a little conversation with both of them. And um, Gray Delau actually signed my poster twice, once for each character that she voiced. Um, So that was really nice too. And then I, this is going to seem like, um, like I'm pandering to my audience here, but I also had a lot of fun <laughs> hanging out with you guys. We got some like Joe's Italian ice. We we went out we went out to all kinds of different dinners. We got some In and Out. We went to some Italian. Um, and that was all fun too. Mm-hmm. I think it's really nice of you to say nice things about uh, your experience with Eric Walker. Like I that. saw it coming a mile away, and I <laughs> did, oh, is that posted online? It is today. It is oh, now. Here we go. <laughs> yes. So now, in addition to my Eric Walker autograph, because I love the Ewok movies, now Josh and I also have a family photo with none other than the original Mace himself. I uh, I did Hooray. present when I posted Much it on Twitter. Family. I did I did I did present it truthfully. You know, I said Josh <laughs> unwilling to let a bit die, even if Kyle wants it to, forced him to get a photo with yeah. the original Mace. I keep trying to convince Josh he's the only one that thinks it's a funny gag, but here we go. Now all of a sudden, you you know what? We're gonna mess around and do this bit for ten years and then I'm gonna be on some stupid documentary for being the number one Mace fan in the whole Star and that'll be my only Star <laughs> oh Wars claim God. to fame in my whole life and I'll be like have to have, wear a straight jacket in a padded room because you pushed me over the edge. Joke will be on you in the end, Josh. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's like um, how Beastie Boys hate "Fight for Your Right," but it mm. ended up being their biggest hit. Yeah, exactly. The only, the thing I'm known mm-hmm. for in like my beloved Star Wars universe will be the thing I actually hate the most about Star Wars. Well, is that <laughs> what's going to make you happy, Josh? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to take it that far. I, I don't know. I don't like so. You know. With the autograph coming to your house by surprise, and now the photo op, I'm not sure that there's. Can we even top that? Much What's the next level? I, can, I was yeah. gonna say. I think it's. Is um, there an exclusive it's, it's breakfast with just the three of us? <laughs> Dinner, <laughs> breakfast for three. Oof. I'm sure if you ponied up that cash, he probably would Jeez. be more than willing to attend a breakfast on your dime. Jeez. <laughs> um. It, speaking of which, because you, you brought it up here, uh, in the lead-up shows, Kyle and I kept talking about Joe's Italian Ice mm, to yeah. Josh and, and Maggie and Tab and everybody like, oh, we got to go to Joe's. Josh, you finally had an opportunity to try the Joe's. What did you think? Um, it was good, but um, it hit me kind of, it was like, so... Uh, we did a lot I've, of eating. I had a couple teeth that are still... Um, sensitive from a filling i got not that long ago and so mm. i was having a really hard time eating it because it was very cold um so i actually only ate probably like half of it and gave the rest to tab um i thought like flavor wise though it was great and um and you didn't say, even really get the best best one either because it had a little spicy to it that la Bamba, oh, yeah. man no i, well, I got the 
pineapple upside down cake one. I mean, no shade. I mean, yours was delicious too, but mm-hmm. that La Bamba with the tahini on it was just, I mean, oh, magnifique. Yes, it was. I, I do. I, my only critique was that uh, I got the the kind that you know it's half the the ice and half the half ice cream it's and called I Joe thought Lottie. Joe Lottie. Yeah, I couldn't remember. <laughs> uh, I thought the I would have liked a uh, more even ratio, a little bit more ice cream in there. Oh, okay, mm. yours was more of a two thirds to a third as opposed to a half and half type of deal. It was like a three quarters to a quarter. Oof, oof, you got hosed. You got gypped. You went you to got the, a, like a dollop that's of the ice thing cream that, on there. That's you know, all. Basically, this pl- yeah. This place is staffed by like, what do you say, 15 to 19 year olds. There, there's a little bit of quality <laughs> control. So, you, I mean, you get what right. you get, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, um, Josh had a bunch of firsts in California. His first uh, in and out, his first... <laughs> Um, what was it? What the else joke was that everything. First, uh, like, this is my first time crossing the street in California. This is my there. first time right. going to a Target in California. <laughs> this is my first we time getting a Uber in California. <laughs> Josh is just over here breaking records left and right. We should have kept the list, but um, yeah, it definitely kept us entertained the whole weekend. As in we and out was a legitimate first, though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was like the one touristy thing that we did. Well, how did you that rate was, that? On a scale that was of the fast one, food burgers. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I, it was, uh, the, the thing I was rating it against specifically, and I think I told you that, guys this while we were eating Shake it, was Shack. Shake Shack. Uh-huh. Um, I actually thought that the burgers were very similar. I think it's the same, like same a similar style. style. Yeah. Um, but it's it's hard because I didn't get a shake and uh, and they have they have crinkle crinkle cut fries at Shake Shack. But I think because In and Out was cheaper and so similar, I think In and Out probably wins at least on that front. And In and Out in California was cheaper, which means it's probably like significantly cheaper. Yeah. Right. I will say though, I don't. I haven't really. I've eat, only eaten beef like once a year in the last so like three times in the last three years and so the old uh tum tum was not happy later <laughs> on that night but it was i it was worth it so the, you kind of forgot one other major touristy thing that you did you did make it to downtown disney while you were out oh, there true. We um did. and you did get to walk by the entrances of california adventure park and disneyland we didn't actually right. make it in but you by. did get to see them um <laughs> and you, you did get to make it to else. downtown disney so that was good um yeah i was like i said you should have bought a ticket just gone in and done like one ride and peaced out and then you could have said you've been there but oh, that's the most expensive, it's an expensive ticket you did it. yeah yeah so uh-huh. I'm good. Um, but yeah, we did have some nice nachos first. at Downtown Disney, though, and we all got yeah. some Legos yeah. and some. Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Was, has anybody else put together their Ahsoka brickheads? I have not. I haven't even mm. unpacked all of my um, like posters and prints and stuff yet. I'm way behind. Yeah. Same. Yep, I got it, got it out. Put it together here. It's cute. Yeah, it's she like looks good. Four and in, three, four inches tall, maybe um yeah turned out pretty good so and i have extra parts for some reason i don't know why lego does that they throw in like just a couple extra miscellaneous parts in case you need it apparently so my um, mom just informed me she's having a garage sale and she's a pack rat she keeps everything and um 
my sister was very into Star Wars Legos, and we don't have any of the boxes, but a couple years ago, I guess my mom like meticulously took all of the books for the like the manuals to put the the vehicles together mm-hmm. and put them all all of the pieces back into Ziploc bags together with the books. So like no boxes, but like a whole like huge rubber made like uh tote full of Star Wars vehicles, Legos Ziploc that, that that are that are coming into my ownership soon. And they're all nice. complete, huh? That's impressive. Yeah. So Very cool. I'll be, and I'll be excited to share with you guys what actually ends up yeah. being in there. I'm curious to it see like what a, you got. It sounds like a documentary needs to be made of that mm-hmm. deconstructing Lego. Like, what do you do when it's time to take down the sets? What a you... <laughs> uh, like daunting task that is that your mom undertook to go through those books and pick out the pieces and separate them. That's most impressive yeah we'll see if it's as complete as she's making it sound but it might be (laughs) yeah Um, very nice um kyle any other um any other big moments that you enjoyed from um, uh, i mean i i'm on record many times as saying celebration is you know just the bee's knees it's the greatest so i mm -hmm. i still stand by that um the mando panel even though we were in the overflow room was really fun we saw some really cool stuff i was excited by that um you know i think that's that's most of the standout stuff we saw um i met mandy and meatloaf for the first time in person that was nice too Mm -hmm. um but that's all the stuff that's really jumping out to me it's like that was really good i watched Mm -hmm. the mando panel um actually like yesterday um, cause I was in line for you and when mm-hmm. you guys went to that, were you uh, able to no, see the Ahsoka clip and everything? Yes. Um, oh, they did show it. No. It's or someone... he, sh- oh. he watched a bootleg video of a uh, video. This guy, somebody in the room. Hey, I didn't it record it. <laughs> um, but I, it's so funny. Like my brain, uh, Rosario Dawson comes out and I, of course, because of COVID, I noticed that as she walks down the line of people, she kisses each one of them on the face, yeah. like, and, and grabs their, their faces with her hands and is like very affectionate. And she even kissed Pedro on the mouth. And I was like, they're both Latino. They're both Latino. That's why it's because they're both Latino. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because half of my brain was like, oh, COVID, Rosario, what are you doing? And then the other half of my brain was like, all of those lucky people getting to kiss mm-hmm. Rosario Dawson. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. And the live um, action chopper was sweet, although it looks like we might be losing his arms in live action. They showed him both with and without arms. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. He came out like he went back and came back. Obviously, it's not like they don't just pop out of the side or anything. They have to do some kind of switcheroo, but um, they showed it both ways. I'm almost I'm okay. 99% sure they did. I was just yeah. basing it off of uh, the the one that came out on stage, mm-hmm. so... Um, I thought and, I saw a live one with the arms at some point. Maybe I made that up, but I know I saw it with the arms, either on the video or on the stage at one point. They did. Um, they were. He has like a the that gyro side to side, that, like, side, to side yeah. was cool. Um, and I also this this is not part of that panel, but I also just want to um, mention this because I I read it the other day. Um, 
Even apparently, even Rosario was like, "Hey, Dave, uh, these headtails don't look right." Thank. And he and he had to be like, "Well, he gave her, you know, said the same thing to her that, she, you know, he said to us, you know, it's for the stunts and stuff." So they, that made they, me. I was like, "Oh, she, she gets it. That I like that." So being said, they did change them though. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah. They are. Uh, yeah, they, they're still better. not all the way. They're still not great, but they are improved. The um, yeah, no, it was. I mean, that head, how that chopper came out with the wake oh, and like wow. bob and tilt his head was just crazy. Um, but uh, it's it's interesting. I don't know if you guys watch um love death and robots on netflix uh, it's an interesting interesting animation um on on that show that's like shorts just animated shorts but there's actually one in the most recent season with rosario dawson voicing one of the characters um it's in the She's so hot right now which one is it yeah, it's season three episode six it's titled swarm uh it's very interesting but um all of all of the all of the episodes are pretty pretty interesting. It's a it's an odd show, but it's it's kind of cool to check out. So, um, she's been the animated voice of uh, Wonder Woman for a while now. Mm. I'll have to check those yeah. out too. I have so much going on. I'm trying to catch up on on uh, Stranger Things. I just I finished had to that up. Season I'm three, so I'm like just about <laughs> to start season four. I, yeah, so long I, um, ago, I just couldn't remember clearly what all happened. Yep. And then I guess it's it's only like the first half of the end of Well, I think yeah, there's only two series. more episodes to to be released, but they're both like two and a half In and July. almost three hours yeah. long each. So Yeah, so July. Uh, and Let's then the July. boys. Yeah, and then the boys is out now as well. So there's a lot of good, yeah, I need to watch a lot of too. good summer. T- oh, that show's great! <laughs> it's the comic book very... is good too. I I mean, come on, guys, support the source material. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is good adaptation. Uh, though. I'm only like I think two episodes into that, so it I had I had to I was flipping back and forth. I had to finish up Stranger Things, and then I was like, all right, that's done. I can jump over and go to the boys here. So. Um, so what, uh, what maybe from celebration, Kyle was not, um, what do I want to say up to par okay. in Kyle's okay. book of con going, um, you guys know, I keep it honest, you know, I'm no, I'm no read pop go. slash Disney <laughs> shill. So if I don't like it, I don't like it. Um, I think the staff was not great. There was not enough of them. They were not informed and they were potentially not organized enough. I think that things could have gone a lot smoother if there was more staff that were directing people a little more deliberately and maybe had a little more information. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the celebration store was kind of a, a train wreck. Like we managed to basically sneak in there. Uh, I'll say a couple times illegally multiple times uh, one time when the store was technically not even open. Um, so that was the best because I went and got pins. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it sort of worked out for us, but the whole thing was really disorganized. It was getting stocked with new stuff all throughout the weekend. Um, there was no like logical flow of people through it. It was just a big room with things all over the place. Um, and then damn t shirts were like 30 to 40 dollars that's insane i mean that is insane and you know they're ordering it's a screen printed t-shirt that they're ordering in 
thousands and thousands and thousands of units and then charging people $40 after they already paid to get in. That's crazy to me. Yep. And then, um, yep. you, you know, I'm not going to harp on the store anymore. I think, I mean, if people can spend their money on whatever they want, I just think it could be done a lot better. Um, and I think the light and magic panel as a main lottery panel, uh, it was a little underwhelming. It was interesting for sure. Um, and there was some really like, uh, I guess, legendary people up there, you know, these people who helped create ILM and Ron Howard and whatever, but, uh, it just was, it was not up to par with those other, any of the other first of the morning panels. It was, it was a little slow and it was a little boring and I'm going to do just one more gripe and then I'm going to stop. But, (laughs) uh, I also thought the show floor slash the exclusive merchandise available from the vendors, was not that great compared to the previous two celebrations that I've been to. Um, and yeah. I know that Reed Pop doesn't necessarily have control over that, but just as, you know, still my convention experience. No, I mean, you're right. It's um, It was a little underwhelming, especially when you're going, and part of the fun of being there is getting the exclusives mm-hmm. from the different vendors in hand right yeah. and it's it's like a, a a big victory and then you get there and it's like oh here's a pre-order yeah. for this i mean hasbro came out at the this. 11th hour with you can order this 40 dollar heavy mando figure uh, <laughs> um with but then john went up like two days face, later and then yeah. it's not really exclusive and then you know i mean nope. i well, hope that's not seem- just the precedent that we have now with the the armor that got released and the Cad Bane as exclusives that were just online in the slide boxes. I hope they go back to the actual convention exclusives that you can only get at the convention. Sorry, Josh. Well, no, no, it's, you're good. Um, they, uh, the, they made it seem like my understanding that you would be able to order that Favreau figure in like the fall. I thought, that's and, what I thought. They definitely and, implied that it was going to be much later, and it was like a week. It was in like three. Not days even a or week. Something. Yeah, yeah. I I I told Justin this yesterday, but I I so I went in and I bought the um like the the different Inquisitor figures, and you will scoff at this, but I bought the Me Vader. Specifically, don't t- don't t- don't act like you know exactly what I'm going to do in every situation. No, I no that was a you <laughs> both of you because I know they've made a million Vader figures. Um, but because this one has the red, uh, the, the red eyes and, um, I was already getting like the rest of his crew and I don't actually already have the only, so I have, I have two Vader figures and it's the carbonized one when I thought I was going to be getting all the carbonized ones and that white comic book one. So I don't actually have like a normal Vader. So it didn't feel... I'd rather buy one that's in like nice packaging than like an archive one. I sure. like I don't like that simple packaging. So, but when I got all that stuff, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna cancel my Favreau and add it to this order, so I'm not to spread the shipping and stuff out mm. better." Yeah. So I yeah, because it yeah it, it, that figure ended up being like fifty bucks after tax and shipping. So the the yeah the exclusive the it, if you buy the Favreau like by itself yeah yeah it's absurd like I. 
I, I hate mm-hmm. to always sound like I'm the old cranky cheap guy, but like my <laughs> goodness, fifty dollar? It's still an action figure. I know it's designed for collectors, but it's still a six inch on the shelf action figure. I mean, that's mm-hmm. insane to me. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, I was the same way, Josh. My understanding was that the pre order would be available in the fall, not the actual figure was coming out in the fall. But once the con was once as once celebration was over, it popped up on their site like what less than a week later. Yeah, so it, and was, it is it is sold out of after we got back. Yeah. It is sold out on their site. So hopefully that means it's just it's done. If you didn't get it I'm gonna call it, Hasbro but, out and say that is at least a little bit dishonest because if you know it's going up online three days later, why would you even tell the people at the convention that they're getting an advanced shot at it? You're not. Exactly. You're, you just like got just, you just got the QR code a day early. It's dumb. Yeah. No, I mean, if they said, you know, you're getting... But, I mean, the QR code wasn't, like, specific to a number or anything. No, it just opened up the um, link, basically. It just opened up the link. That's all it did. Uh, the link that they made live know, to everybody else on Wednesday yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, and I know Sideshow actually just did the same thing with the Chrome Clone Trooper and the Black Chrome Death Trooper. Oh, so those didn't end up being actual convention They're, exclusives either? Nope, they are I not con exclusives that. either. Now, they did say with the code, you basically had first opportunity to purchase it, um, and it is free shipping. That you don't get. They opened it up. like There was a couple people afterwards that still were like, hey, could I get a code? And I know... Uh, Autumn Glading, who does who works for Sideshow, that does a lot of the marketing and stuff like that, was sending out codes to people so that they could get it. It just went up, I think, today or yesterday, fully on the site where you can go purchase it now. It's a limit of one for the Chrome Trooper, I think, and then uh, two for the Death Trooper if you want that one. But it's no longer free shipping anymore. So at least if you bought it while at the con you got bucks. free shipping yeah you saved a little bit of money but that's it but again it's not an exclusive anymore so yeah i mean the um, savings is fine and that's not it's better than a kick in the pants or whatever but like um <laughs> right. it's nice to be to ha- to get something that you know only people who were there could get and i mean maybe that's selfish or whatever but that's part of the fun of it i think cuz even if you yeah. are there they're hard to get sometimes yeah, it's. I think that's a fair. Like, if you're going to call it an exclusive, that's exactly what it should be. Hard to get and hard to find in a limited number. Yeah. Um, the diamond. Um, I did not get that lounge fly X-wing backpack, mm-hmm. but apparently that came with that that diamond R2D2, which was limited to a thousand of those. And they did make, I think, a couple for online availability as well, but. Um, that's a that's a limited thing. There's only a thousand I mean, of if them. If it made. went up online, it's still not technically a convention exclusive, though, because right. some people that weren't there got it. And and mm-hmm. I I mean I feel kind of like a jerk saying if you don't come, you don't get a chance to play. But uh, I don't know. It's expensive to go. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 right. <laughs> you're you're shelling out the money to go to the event. You feel like that should be an it's opportunity. Part of the thing. And, yeah. Um. You know, one of the things that we talked about, I think my, my biggest uh, thing that I had mentioned when we talked about this with Maggie was in Chicago, I enjoyed the Thursday shopping yeah, day. that was nice. Yeah. And I would love, that was uh, actually, if you, I don't know if you guys got the email or not, but uh, Read Pop sent out the surveys. I did my survey Star Wars today. Celebration 
surveys. So make sure everybody that was in attendance, make sure you go out there, voice your opinions on what you want to see in the future and how you'd like them to maybe structure some things going forward. But that was one of mine. I, was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Thursday shopping day in Chicago. I didn't have to worry about trying to get to the opening panel and missing it. And I, I think when we were in Chicago, we didn't have whatever that uh, the Rise of Skywalker panel was. Um, but we did get to watch it at the live mm-hmm. state uh, out on the live stage. So, you know, go go tell them what you want to see going forward. And hopefully that creates change for what you want. I will say even though there was a lot of different things we were trying to accomplish, we pretty much did finesse our way into just about every single thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. we worked our way into the celebration store. Justin managed to go get in line and run and get exclusives. And we were able to save him seats in the panels. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I think we, everything really did work out for us and we found (laughs) a way for everybody to do everything they wanted to do we even picked up um qr codes for the the panel we didn't get into um uh, we got light speed passes into the mandalorian experience it really all did work out pretty well for us Mm -hmm. yep um i didn't get to get to a lot of the smaller rooms um you know up on that second floor but um, I heard, you know, the podcast uh, stage was slammed almost every day, packed houses for all of those podcasts that were out there, um, you know, in the talks, we'll call them, I don't know, Star Wars TED Talks that yeah. they had, um, you know, those were packed like every day. And that's great. I love seeing, I mean, you know, fans support other fans. Re- realistically, if we, if you go to that, the the main opening panel each morning, uh, which Justin and I did every day and Josh yep. did two of the four days, I believe um, that yep. ta- that takes half your day, you know, cause you have to immediately yep. line up for it. So the first hour of the show floor is open, you're just sitting in line and then it's two hours long. And then by the time you get out, you're grabbing something for lunch and then it's uh, one o'clock, you know, and you've, you, mm-hmm. you, you've only done one thing, which I mean, they were great, but you know, and then on the first day we had the Kenobi, showing at like six so that was like (laughs) a pretty tight window there you know Uh, yeah not Um, not upset about it no not (laughs) not at all it was awesome not that one but um um, and and they did it great it was saying there's so much to do and if you if you hit some of those big things you're just you can't fit in as much i got lucky i think was it um I forget which panel it was, but the one morning I went over to get the um, X-Wing ship. Well, you did um, that twice, so hard to say. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, no, the one day was the Funko one, but that went on the wrong day. It was a whole, that was a whole mess. Um, But the Friday I had the, I won the Funko lottery. So Friday morning I was there at 10 a.m., and they were doing like a full on show with a wheel mm-hmm. spin and introducing people. And I'm like, I don't got time for this. I got a panel to get to at 11. Let's go. Um, and that, but I still made it over for the panel. And then the next day, I think, was when I went to go get the X Wing figure. And I had to get that one early because they were selling out in like 30 minutes. So if you didn't get there and get in line, you missed out. Yeah, I tried um, to go over there for you the one day when I was getting my stuff when you guys were in that one panel, and the line I, the line was so long I was like, nah, that's not happening. Yeah, 
Yep. And, and luckily, I, I got there. I got in line. Took me probably 20 minutes to get through the line, checked out, made it over to the panel with like 15, 20 minutes to spare. So um, it worked out really, really well. So, um, but yeah, uh, um, I think that's when we were actually upstairs on the um, the Galaxy stage. I think it was that pan- that was that Mando Plus panel, Kyle. I yep. think, and I found you sitting upstairs. So, um, but yeah, so go out, take the survey, make sure you do take the time, do the survey, tell them what you want to see going forward, so that it can be uh, a better experience for for you and maybe for other people that have the same you know thing that they want to see out of it. So. Uh, Kyle, what was the what was your favorite exclusive that you scored, or maybe what was? Uh, I mean, what? minus minus the the clutch strap. That's got, the most yeah, that is the most exclusive. Thing. That was the most exclusive <laughs> thing at the con by a long shot because most of the exclusives weren't really exclusive. Um, yeah, I as you guys know, I didn't I didn't get that much. You know, you can scroll back in my my Instagram feed and see in Chicago I had quite the haul. You know of all kinds of mm. different things. Um, but I got the Ahsoka plush um, that we got at the breakfast, which is very on brand for me. I have the other Ahsoka plush. I've got the Convor plush. I've got the Ahsoka itty bitty. So that fits right in with my little collection there. Um, and I got the Ahsoka spirit Jersey from the um, celebration store, which I do really like. It was not cheap, you know, it was like a $70 shirt, but, um, I, I do like it. Um, and that is relatively exclusive, I guess. Um, <laughs> I got the Thrawn itty bitty. Thanks to Josh picked that up for me while I was waiting in line. Um, that's really good. And then most of what I spent my money on was autographs that I was adding to my Clone Wars um, art piece from Chicago. And I added, uh, I think, five to that. And that was um, really good. D. Bradley Baker did sign as Cody and Rex, but he did not also sign as Wolf and all of the other individual troopers, (laughs) of which there's like 40, so... Um, yeah. you know, not perfect, but I'll take it. Um, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm nice. happy with my posters really. Um, it's not a poster. It's like a, it's an art, like limited numbered art print, but, um, it's coming together. It's got a lot of nice autographs on it now and, um, it's looking good. 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 Yeah. I said, uh, to Josh and Maggie, I said, one of the things that I think was the most exclusive that most people didn't realize was the shirt that we got at the breakfast, yeah. um, the t-shirt, because that was the only place that you could get that. And it was, uh, you know, has the Anakin on one side and, um, Ahsoka on the other and the and celebration mark- logo. Yep. And the celebration logo. So, and I think um, it looked to me like Saturday breakfast got like a heathered gray, like a really light heathered gray and ours is blue. And let me tell you way better in blue. No offense yeah. to you, Saturday yeah. people, but Sunday is where it's at. <laughs> Suck it, uh, Saturday. She, she did have yeah, Saturday. She the, did uh, have a nice call out where she basically called us the, we OG, were the OG crew because the we were the first ones, gang. and they had to create a second one on Saturday because the first one just sold out. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like, okay, well, I thought it was kind of exclusive, but here we go. We're going to add more and, and make that money. But it was still pretty exclusive. It is what it is. Only it was a great time. Only like three hundred yeah. people total. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think when we did that head count, it was like about 150 
yeah, in ish. that room or so. Well, she so, so made a when comment. I said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she made some comment about, um, I don't know, if we sold something that we would all buy one, or Josh said he'd buy 10, and all that's 160, and that's... Oh, know. what would Ahsoka do bracelets? Yeah, 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 so... That was it. So yeah. Everybody in there plus 10 is 160, that means like 150-ish people. <laughs> yeah, by my calculations. Yeah, so that was, and, and by far, that was the absolute steal oh, price-wise of the weekend shot. for what you got. I mean, that was unreal. So I hope, I really hope they do that going forward because that was oh uh, man, amazing. We were so, so lucky to get it. I, I can't even imagine we'd be able to get it again because more people will be in the know, but I'll have my finger yeah. on the trigger. I'll tell you that. Yeah, for 200 yeah. bucks, that was by far the most value we got out of our money for the weekend, in my opinion. We got yeah, yeah. a good amount of time. We got stuff. We got decent food that we got to sit down in a soft chair to eat. Like, that's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, not for nothing. I had a great time, but you don't get to just walk in and grab food and sit to set, sit down somewhere soft and take your time at celebration. You know, you're crammed in a corner yeah. somewhere and huddled on a little bench and waiting in line for 10 hours. So. And... And we got a picture with uh, World Series champion David Eckstein. Yeah, who's just hanging out on the side, <laughs> like which is out. insane all the time. It's so funny to me. And I mentioned that he to him, just, and he's like, "Yeah, I know, I love it." I just like I'm just hanging yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, he was just. We were getting ready to leave, and he's just standing there. I was like, "Do you guys want to go get a picture with David?" Like, "Yeah, let's do it." So, yeah, yeah Matt um, and Ashley are getting escorted nice. by like a team of of handlers and making sure nobody's around them, but. <laughs> He's over there carrying bags and standing by the door. So, yeah, I'm sure if he's at like a, a Cardinals game or something, yeah, he's getting hit up that, like that left and right, and depending just, on the audience. But, yep, yep. So it was uh, it was fun. It was an awesome kind of added bonus to the breakfast, yeah. if you will. So, um, for sure. But yeah, overall, I would say it was a great, great, great celebration. Yeah, I'll do it again, um, Are you, do you guys think you'll go to another celebration? Yeah. Nope, I'm out. I'm, I'm out, out for London, but game. bring one back to the United <laughs> States, and I'll I'll go. I'll, I'll go so yeah. far as to say even Canada too. I would do if Canada. they host one in our na- in our neighboring country to the north. I would attend that as well. I gotta think the only place they're gonna do that would be Toronto, maybe Montreal. Mm-hmm. I think it's unlikely they would go to Canada and not just put it in the United States. But I'm not like a crazy nationalist like that. So <laughs> whatever, I'm just saying I would do it. <laughs> Yeah, I would do it. Um, I I think yeah, London is just a little hard, and and again, it's not. It, it, that's a planning. That's a, a good it's logistically two week, and week like and a half financially long. tough. But I mm-hmm. I could probably make it work. But it's like I've told Josh before you signed on tonight. I just I wouldn't. I've never been to Europe. I, like I've never. I've traveled the United States pretty somewhat yeah. extensively at least, but I've never been. Um, to Europe at all so I just can't imagine that I would go to London and spend four entire days in a convention center that would that would I would feel crazy doing that and I you know I can't go over there for like three weeks or something so it just it just doesn't seem realistic to me it was hard for me to go to California and not and just like be on the same road the yeah. whole time and not, not you know we did a couple things but we didn't you know if i was there for anything else i'd be doing mm, a yeah ton of stuff. all the local things uh another one that we did try was the roscoe's chicken and waffles which 
I think we're all going to give that a thumbs down, right? Uh, that's a thumbs down Nobody for felt me. Great about that. N- not because it wasn't good. I, that wasn't the issue. It was the price for what you were getting was not good enough. It was fine. Yeah, it was not fantastic. It was fine. It, was, it, it was wasn't fine, like so. it was really good food that was overpriced. It was fine food that was really overpriced. Yes, yes. So um, I think, you know, just future reference, if you're going there, I Roscoe's think you can Anaheim just walk past that does one. Does not get the Don't. Outer Rim Beacon endorsement? No, no, it does not. So Joe's, yes. Joe's, they get a thumbs Two up thumb- from us. Uh, yeah, we get a thumbs up for Joe's. So in uh, the Buka, I, I enjoyed no the Buka. Buka to bet, but they're not cheap either. <laughs> Buka's but good, it was so. good. No. Um, and Josh had some beautiful blue drink bevy that. I uh, had like four was. alcohols in it and it looked alcohols. delightful. Yeah. I'm fancy. So, he, he is, he's I already know fancy. that you're so fancy. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. From LA to Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, anything else, Kyle, you want to add on the recap for Star Wars Celebration? Um. Nothing really comes to mind. I, I mean, I'm sure you guys covered like the nuts and bolts of everything. I had a really good time. Um, I think the I was I was frustrated on Sunday. I think that's fair to say. I did not get a lot of sleep and I was tired. And then everything got delayed and I spent like many hours alone standing in line on concrete for autographs which i mean that's just the way my schedule worked out but things got delayed and i didn't get to eat and i was not with my friends and i was not feeling great by the end of sunday but other than that i had an awesome time i would definitely go with you guys again i think we're getting uh smoother and smoother at it every time we go Mm-hmm. Um, I think we did. We were pretty efficient with our celebration. I will say, I don't think we could have squeezed too much more into it than what yep. we did. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, the other food that was really good was that chicken quesadilla from that food truck that we had. It was like huge. a dang quesadilla. All right, we ate a lot good, of good food. So. We had some pretty good nachos yeah. down at Downtown Disney as well. Yeah, so, and it was just a walk-up place. Yeah. Which was great. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was good. So, well, good. Um, uh, yeah, I think um, you know, still TBD on the London stuff. Yes. That would take uh, no, quite a bit a no within me. a year. I mean, but, if we're um, going to Europe, I'm not going to go to celebration. We're just going to go to Italy and eat pasta and go to some some. Hey. Uh, well, the other speaking my language there. The other thing too is. They're only, you know, they're going to do what they always do and they're going to announce like what's going to be there like in the month leading up to it. So it's like you got to you got to like go on faith that they're going to have Something guests awesome. that you want yeah. and like yeah. That was one I of I mean it was pretty tight for this one. That was one of the things I did make complaints about on my um survey that they sent out was that everything happened so last minute as far as announcements that it was hard to plan out a schedule you know when when should i book my signings and photo ops because i don't know when the panels are and i don't know what i'm going to get into and there we had some scheduling conflicts and had to rush to things and go to things late and 
Mm-hmm. Um, it would just be, you know, for those of us who are both like kind of type A and also a little anxious, it would be nice to be able to iron out some more details like before you're already in California, you know, or in what, yeah. wherever you're going. Yep. Um, it definitely would have been cool too that any of the ones that were not on the list that did show up, uh, just even for appearances, if yeah, like I, they had done like a pop up signing that you had to go on that's the to the light speed thinking. lane to try to book, and you find out about it like right then because then that makes it exclusive, right? Like, hey, Pedro's here, he opened up an autograph signing from one to three, it's on the light lightning lane, and that just pops up on Facebook, and it's like, oh, okay, we gotta go. Like, that makes it pretty interesting and entertaining and very exclusive. I I agree. The surprise appearance is fun and I don't want that to necessarily go away. Like, Oh my God, so-and-so showed up, but then to be like, Oh, Hayden and Rosario are here and you can't interact with them at all. Even for like an expensive ass, you and McGregor type price, you Mm -hmm. still, you can't get an autograph from them or whatever. That's disappointing. No, I mean, we're greedy, but yeah. <laughs> oh, and I it it ground my gears a little bit when I heard Rosario say like, "Oh, I well, I could come today because we don't film on the weekends." And I was like, the "Why didn't they schedule you?" <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. th- yeah, but she didn't come to that first panel because it was on Thursday. Uh-huh. So, but I'm like, mm-hmm. so why didn't they schedule her for Saturday, Saturday and Sunday then? I th- I think part of that is they wanted these people to be surprise reveals. And I li- I do like that, but then I wish part of that surprise reveal was hey, they're going to sign three hours worth autographs or whatever, you know? And I, I think they also kind of took those people to the live stage and did other stuff with them too. Right, but. right. Um, and I do think they walked around a little bit from time to time in certain places, places whether it was the show floor, or Disneyland, After Dark, or whatever it was. But, um, I mean, that's that's how, you know, in Orlando, we found out about the Dave thing was through a Facebook post. Like, yeah. hey, he's going to be signing prints you know at 10 in the morning or at, at 11 in the morning so get there and queue up at 10 and we were there at 8 a.m or whenever it was that it opened so um you know that was kind of fun like it was like a gorilla style thing and i think that could be kind of fun at celebration you know if people are in the know and paying attention so yeah we Ooh, say that now because we feel like we're professionals and we'd be on top of it <laughs> Yes, which we probably well, there was would, a, for sure. There was a there was a lack of communication and scheduling on their part, though. It's like don't like Lucasfilm and um the con should be like communicating to each other or with each other enough that we don't have like multiple photo ops having to be moved and people finding out at the last second and it's just because oh well Lucasfilm wanted tomorrow to go do something so he had to move his thing like yeah. why why are like mm-hmm. do, schedule just do a schedule yeah, like it does what's seem the... like there was a decent amount of just like general disorganization yeah. Which worked out for us a few times because we did finesse our way through a few lines. Uh, I mean, we <laughs> yeah. walked up and got an Andor poster and three of the four of us waited in 0% of zero lines. We walked right into the celebration store when it wasn't even open. We saved seats in every single panel and got everybody into like the front section. Um, so, it, I mean, it did work out mm-hmm. for us and maybe them being a little disorganized helped that in our favor in some ways, but... 
yeah, like, oh, so-and-so is just not going to show up because they put them in this thing that we had no idea about. How's that even, how does that even happen? That doesn't make any sense yeah. at all. Yep. Well, and I, you know, I like that the the staff's just like, well, remember, it's not guaranteed, and it's like none of these are guaranteed. It's like, yeah, none of them are guaranteed, but that the the none of them are guaranteed is not for like that that statement is. I feel like the original intent of that statement is like if something happens, like they get sick or they yeah. get stuck in traffic or they miss mm -hmm. their flight yeah. or like happenstance, not like, oh, Lucasfilm decided that they wanted them for a photo shoot yeah, when they already knew they had something scheduled. Like, didn't schedule it well. Yeah, that's different than uh, Matt Lanter didn't come to Lexington because he had surgery. You know, that yeah. is a, yeah, we can't That's guarantee. what that's for. Yeah. 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 Agreed. So we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting to get some feedback on the London one mm -hmm. here in less than a year and see what people say about that one. Um, from what I gather, it is, it's definitely smaller than the ones that are here in the States. So uh, it'll be interesting to get a perspective on maybe a smaller atmosphere and maybe a more intimate setting at celebration and see what people think so last time i um, last time it was in london i did watch the whole thing on the live the whole thing i watched a lot of the you know all the <laughs> yes. main stuff on the live stream um so maybe we can get um you know get some kind of watch party together for that at yeah. least to yep. have a little vicarious enjoyment yeah mm -hmm. i saw someone online say that having it in london was uh kind of like not like obviously it's a little bit of a sucks to suck americans uh i mean and obviously we get that everyone else gets that when it's here but it also like kind of alienates everyone in europe too because of brexit yeah because you can't it's going to be a lot harder to bring collectibles home and not pay out the butt for them because mm -hmm. of you know like because of the implications of duties and taxes and all that you know all yeah. that stuff yeah yeah but i mean i get it. i totally get it star wars fans are worldwide and we got to make sure that everybody's getting some opportunities to do the same things that we get here you know what i mean mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people i'm sure didn't come here because of expenses and and the cost and everything else so um i think it's it's fair to to, to move it around and and do it it used to move around a lot more than what it yeah. did now it seems like it's anaheim and in, in uh orange county florida and uh in Chicago, that was it. So, um, but uh, I, I still think it's coming back. It's got to, I'm going to guess it pops back up in Orlando after this one. I, that's my guess. I thought for sure it would have been Orlando for the next be, one. I mean, it, realistically, it could be anywhere. It could be Indianapolis. So it's been there a bunch of times. It could be Chicago again. Yep. Could, I mean, I don't think it's going to be, Atlanta's I don't think they're going to do Japan. Why couldn't it be Atlanta or New York? You know, I know. I, mean, I think it could be Atlanta. World Congress Center is huge. Oh, they could do a killer one in Atlanta. There's tons and yep. tons of places to stay there. That's a the giant convention center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be amazing. So And a great airport. We'll see. Frankly. We'll see. Oh, and I mean everybody gets uh, a little nervous with some of those Atlanta connection flights anywhere. out of Atlanta mm -hmm. because they're a little tight, but uh, it is a nice Airport you can fly into, direct so. from almost anywhere in America, though, in a lot of places internationally. Yep. Mm -hmm. Apparently, we really made a really good choice by flying in and out of John Wayne uh, because uh, apparently LAX is and was on that day a nightmare, and a lot of people, there were like a ton, a ton of delays, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So, yeah, we all got home pretty painlessly, right? Nobody's flights got delayed or bumped or anything. Yeah. My, I think the worst was my gate in, uh, because I came back through um, Denver and I, my gate just flipped back and forth right across from each other like three times. Oh, yeah. that was, that was, they were like, oh, it's going to be gate 41. Oh, nope, sorry, it's gate 40. Oh, guess what? We're back to 41 again. And I'm just like, now you're just messing with oh, us. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, let's wrap it up and uh, uh, call it an evening. Uh, uh, you're all right clear, now. kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Star Wars Celebration Anaheim wrap-up is now concluded. I feel like we've put it in the books, closed the curtain on it. I'm ready for the next one already. It's hard. It's a while before uh, we can even start counting down to it. I am not playing the music every show again, not for a while. Celebration theme uh, That's on the back burner. Yeah, it's uh, going to be done for a little bit. I'll I'll have to take the sound bite out. So... Um, but yeah, we uh, we had a great time, and uh, hopefully anybody that we interacted with, again, uh, you know, tune in, like, and subscribe. You can check out any of our live streams that we've done on YouTube. Um, you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Um, we're all over the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Outer Rim Beacon. And then you can do it the old-fashioned way and just email us at OuterRimBeacon at gmail.com. Email's old-fashioned um, now? Jesus. <laughs> it's old-fashioned. That's like snail mail now. So, uh, My name's Justin. I'm one of the hosts. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Where are they going to find you guys at? This is Josh. I am Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram. And if you interacted with me at Celebration, and I would love to know if you think I am grumpy slash cranky, like Josh <laughs> always says, or am I nicer in person? I, I think he's nicer in person. I think you're probably not grrumpy to strangers. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you know I really like you when I'm <laughs> yeah. pain in the ass. For sure. We will end it in classic fashion. May the force be with you. Always. 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 Being on schedule and walking quickly is not the same as being (laughs) (laughs) Take care, y'all. Bye.